Hello and welcome to the FSF Podcast Live Edition. Sorry, popping my head to the music. Don't don't uh, mind me. I don't welcome. know. I almost started the show with us all going. Ah! <laughs> it could happen. All right, guys, welcome to the FSF Podcast Live Edition. The show that proved X-Men Origins Wolverine may have been onto something. They just sewed up the wrong mouths. Mouths? Mouths. In other words, our mouths instead of, you know. Oh, our mouths. It's not as much fun if I got to explain it, Nick. But, you know, you should be used to having to explain the jokes to Nick by now. I am, but that's not the point. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I saw that show before it even, like, hit the actual theaters so like i saw the pre-rendered animations <laughs> yeah i think a lot of people there was a lot of leaks going on with that movie because there was you know deadpool supposed to be in it and then and then we all cried because you know what they did yeah and now i'm sad yeah that was a different universe so but before and- we get into tonight's show <laughs> We need to say thanks to our show partners, Level Up Sabers. I think I'm going to give you a new nickname. We're going to call you Transition Man. <laughs> Transition Man strikes again. <laughs> All right. Roll that beautiful nerd footage. Here we go. And you guys see it on the screen. You know it. You have been here. We've done this. We've gone over it. Click. Buy lightsabers. Do the things. There you go. You know, you know, I meant to have this turned on when we came back out of the video, and then I forgot and got all excited about it again. And Anyway, buy a level-up saber. They're cool. And they're fun. Anyway, use the link. Buy a saber. Because uh, buying a saber helps us. You get something cool. We get a commission for the for you buying something, and it helps offset our monthly expenses. If you're not looking for a saber, we have other ways that you can help us. That, of course, is by buying us a coffee. We really appreciate it if you do, because we like coffee. Coffee's fun. But, uh, again, it uh, it does help us with the offset of the bills and the things. And, of course, if you are watching... Um, want to remind you to, we're going to hide that because that says all the wrong things in it. I didn't check it before the show. <laughs> Who, you know, it's a Monday it's on there for a second. If you're watching us on YouTube, please click the like and subscribe button. That's a big help to us as well. And, uh, yeah, I also had my headphones <laughs> up a little too loud. I was very much awake after that first. <laughs> so. It was when my desk was shaking I, it scared me john i'm sorry so yeah I up loud from our last interview because somebody's mic was low and i couldn't hear things and then i forgot to turn it back down. <clears throat> so we definitely have that going for us i'm I'll just saying, i think only mostly deaf in my left ear right now but we'll be okay I, i've regained bladder control it's all good guys. <laughs> 
All right, we got a couple quick thank you videos we want to play for uh, some some podcasts that we've been doing some work with as of late. Uh, good show, uh, friends of the show. So first, let's look at a really cool group called Open Pike Night. You know what pairs great with the podcast you're listening to right now? Another podcast. Hi, I'm Jesse from Open Pike Night, the Star Trek Strange New Worlds podcast where your personal logs are the prime directive. Hey, Open Pike Night. Hi, it's Peter again. Hi, Open Pike Night. This is Mariah calling from Seattle. You guide our discussion episode by episode during the season. And after that... This is Melissa Navia. This is Henry Alonzo Myers. This is Akela Cooper. This is Bruce Horak. Ask your questions directly to the people who make the show. Wow, great questions. Uh, it was Michelle and Mariah, is that right? Well, I'll tell you my experience is that... Uh, Check us out at openpike.com or use the podcast app you're listening to right now to find that subscribe button. Hey guys, if we pull this off, it's officially the Open Pike Maneuver. And hit it. You are listening to Open Pike Night. The official podcast of Sam Kirk's Mustache. Which is why it feels like your brain is being squeezed through your nose. I, that can, John, it is better. <laughs> That's, we'll just leave it at that. Okay, moving on. Uh, and now for our good friends over at Science Fiction Remnant. Hello again, me popsicles, and welcome to season two of Science Fiction Remnant. Go ahead and grab your multipass, a drink, and sit back with us and geek out about sci-fi. Let's pick each other's brain. We want you to be part of our intimate conversation about science fiction topics. And hang around to the end of the episodes for the real world science that was inspired by your favorite science fiction. Let's do this. Let's talk about science fiction topics in books, movies, TV shows, and games. At Science Fiction Remnant, you are invited to listen in. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Audible, Goodpods, or whatever you listen to podcasts. You can catch the video pods on our YouTube a month later. And don't forget your multipass, you meep popsicles. Fiction Remnant is brought to you by the hashtag ThisIsSciFi. No Capone Cuties were harmed in the making of this commercial. Ba -ba -ba -ba. All right, so that's Open Pike Night and uh, Science Fiction Remnant. So we started something this past week on Wednesday. we doing uh, what's called the uh, Crossover Connection. We're working with a lot of other podcasts. We're airing their episodes on our audio podcast channels, and Science Fiction Remnant was our first episode with that this past Wednesday. So go check them out, not only on, on uh, uh, their audio podcast channels, of course, but they also have a YouTube channel. Uh, both of those guys do. So go give them a subscription. They're a lot of fun and uh, really cool shows to be involved with. I think at this time, we probably need to just like keep, you know, trucking on and, and get our people in here before they fall asleep in the back room. Transition Man, help us. Hey, Transition Man, can you <laughs> give us some assistance? Transitioning. Hello, Let's welcome our guests tonight, Zach and Dylan from Some Nobodies. Who are somebodies? Hello. Up, Hello, somebody. Hey, how are you guys? Dandy, thank you so much for joining us tonight and, and being patient in the back room oh. as we uh, got everything ready and, and moving along here. Uh, no, thanks for having us. Those videos mm -hmm. are cool. So it was fine. It was some pretty catchy music. I, I yeah. 
I think the last time we talked, we blew Zach's mind and not asking him how he is, why he's creative. <laughs> yeah, that was 90 episodes ago. Uh, yeah, episode 26 is with some nobodies. Yeah. I was looking back at that today and looking over all the things that we talk about. So, um, so Zach, if you would like a chance to redeem yourself and your brain, <laughs> what inspires you to be creative? No, honestly, my brain just healed from that, so <laughs> I, I'd rather not get back into that. Uh, I understand that taking ninety yeah. episodes to from us. <laughs> it just it, it really it really knocked me in my seat, and I'm not used to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, we completely understand. So, hey, before we get into our our topic for tonight and anything nerdy that happens from this point forward, take a few minutes and tell everybody about some nobodies and you know where they can find you guys and all the stuff you guys do because you guys have your fingers in a lot of different pies so well we have our we have a lot of fingers in one pie i'll, I'll say that uh <laughs> but I'll, I'll let dylan uh speak for a second if that's okay because sure he's, absolutely he's the, he's the brain behind most of it okay so uh some nobodies zach and i we were open a few other people for bunch of different shows sometimes those are voice actors you can hear them on things like silicon angels podcast podcast a podcast show cyop appeal uh some other stuff that's coming on down sometimes we wrote people in for more improv comedy stuff like no time to binge or powerpoint showdown uh i think that's primarily what we've been doing uh, well, that, that is the better half of what we're trying to promote right yes. now. So you, you nailed you nailed the better half. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so that's what Some Nobodies does. We do stuff, and mm -hmm. you should listen to that stuff when you have the time or don't have the time anyway. True. You know, that's how I feel when people are like, so tell me about your show. Um <laughs> You should just, listen to the stuff. Yeah, yeah just listen to it. <laughs> we do the things it. and talk about the stuff on mm -hmm. the channel over here. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's hard. It's hard for us to answer that question because like people, you know, we meet people and we're like, hey, we 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 make stuff and go, well, what's your show about? And it's like, okay, okay, yes. well, okay. One one of them is uh, about sex robots and the IT phone call. Uh, one of them is you know about reviewing podcasts that are terrible. One of the you know, and we have to like ramble off. And by the time the Uber driver is just dropping us off in the wrong spot, so but you know, also listening to the podcast. So <laughs> that is true. That, that has true. happened. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Has the FSF podcast made it to the podcasts that are terrible yet? <laughs> no, no. Second uh, season two uh, uh, initial episode. Yes, I think that was us. <laughs> and here's why these guys suck. <laughs> it happens. Listen to this jack wagon pontificate about stupid things. Anyway. Uh, and it's no. just episodes of Tim. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just, just Tim sitting there just being Tim. It's, that's all it's that's all it is Ray skywalker five at five exactly <laughs> that's all it takes all right well hey we uh all that aside we are so glad to have and happy to have you guys here um the last time you guys were on the show we had a lot of fun with you guys it was a very engaging conversation and if you guys anybody listening is interested in checking that out please go check out episode 26 of the fsf podcast formerly known as the funny science fiction podcast and you can go find that and really cool conversation there with zach and dylan about all the things that they do and the things that they don't do and some of the things i think that they were thinking about thinking about doing so anyway there's some stuff in there it's a really cool episode strongly suggest you guys go find it but for tonight we have uh something we're going to try out it's a new thing we're calling it character drop 
and so okay. what's what's that? Not Mad Libs. God, dear God, no, never Mad Libs again. <laughs> I just like to bring it up every once in a while. You know, that is a painful memory. <laughs> I feel so bad for our, our guests that we had on because it wasn't their fault. I was just like, and this Mad Lib sucks because it's all adverbs. Okay. Um, podcast that sucks to talk about on podcasts that suck. Find that one. Find that episode. Right. That was that was that was painful. <laughs> and again, it had nothing to do with our guests. Our guests were fantastic. No, it was hundred percent the hosts. They they were soldiering yeah. on. They were doing the best they could <laughs> with the crap sandwich that was handed to them. And uh, yeah, it's one of those you look back and you go. Yeah, we don't ever have to do that again. Like yeah. ever, ever. You know, the concept, the thought of it. We thought, man, this could be, this is gonna be go like gangbusters. It's gonna be wildfire. We're gonna have so much fun with this. And then we got into it, and it was like, huh? This can is I a fit lot any more dead air? This is mm. dead air, and that feels like bamboo shoots under my fingernails. Let's let's never do that again. So anyway, anyway. we have a couple of cool shows that are like that yeah. that we just never released. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I can I can sympathize. This was unfortunately alive. <laughs> exactly, it was a live show. It was already out there for consumption. We we're like, well, screw it. All right, too late now. There. All right, so but yeah, for tonight we're going to try this new thing. We're calling it character drop, where we take a character from one area and drop him into another, uh, somewhere where he doesn't belong or that character doesn't belong. He, she, whatever. Um, so tonight we asked you guys to pick sitcom characters. And drop them into another area where they don't belong, like a sci-fi or fantasy or superhero genre, something where, um, yeah, that, that character and that and it kind of explained to us, you know, maybe why you picked that character and how it affects everything else kind of going on around it. So um, since this was my brainchild, I'll go first. Uh, and then if it sucks, we could just change topics. So, uh, <laughs> OK, but you have to at least let me go second. I had you going. Kind of, I had you going first, and you chickened out and went last. You pansy. That's because I was still like kind of finishing <laughs> it up because I actually have like almost an episode of. Oh jeez! All right. Well, <laughs> I don't have that much. All right. So here's my character that I want to drop in. I want to take Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec, played by Chris Pratt. And I'm going to drop him into the superhero universe. <clears throat> of Guardians of the Galaxy, which is also acted by Chris Pratt. Mm -hmm. And the reason I want that is because I envision some wonderful Pratt on Pratt madness. All of okay. That's that's the Lego movie part two. Plenty of Pratt falls. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But this is a continuation of that. It continue well, I actually I didn't. And then also be called the Pratt dinosaurs. Man? And then you have three Pratt's. I didn't even think about the Lego movie part two. Now I feel like I'm stealing somebody else's idea. This is awesome. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep going with it anyway, because I've gone this far and we're pushing forward. So, uh, because what I was thinking about was, you know, how like when Thor gets introduced to Chris Pratt at first, you know, Star-Lord and Star-Lord starts mimicking Thor and they're, you know, I'm a man and all this talk, you know, he, he changes his whole voice and everything. And I just envision Andy Dwyer doing that back and forth with, you know, and then the, I envision them like getting into arguments about, 
about why they look so much alike and, you know, is, is ego his father as well? And, you know, all these different things and, you know, um, and so, and in my mind, you know, there's, there's opportunities for, for Andy Dwyer to, uh, go out dressed up as Star-Lord, you know, when Star-Lord wants to just like, you know, sit back and kick back and have a cocktail uh, or something. And, and I just, for me, it's just, it was just a whole lot of opportunity to have, those two characters, Andy Dwyer and and Star Lord, on the screen at the same time, and have the rest of the characters completely annoyed with Andy Dwyer, uh, because I could just see Gamora wanting to cut his head off within like thirty seconds of of meeting him, because he's ostensibly just unintelligent and you know, yeah. So anyway, um, but and then I wanted to see like Mouse Rat in space, basically. <laughs> but are we also going to allow Andy Dwyer to go Burt Macklin? Because Burt Macklin. Oh, he has to at points, obviously. Hmm. Has to. He has to be Burt Macklin because that's Burt. I mean, why wouldn't you? Right. So true. Hmm. So anyway, that was my original thought, uh, which was apparently unoriginal. And <laughs> it was original ish. Ish. Yeah. It was originally yeah, sure. plagiarized. Um, yeah. yeah. Unintentionally, originally plagiarized. I don't think anyone has stolen it before you, so we can say there that. You go. Boom! I'm the original. <laughs> I'm the original thief. I'll I'll go with that. I can yeah. live with that. All right. <laughs> How bad do you suck? You're the second thief. Haha! I was first. <laughs> so you're uh, not as but, creative as me. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, and then him having no superpowers or anything else along those lines, but the only like superpower he has is to like be stupid and stupidly like fall through things and make, you know, accidentally make good things out of his stupidity, which is what Andy does in parks and rec too. He gets himself into trouble somehow, you know, comes out smelling like roses. So you want to see like a buff star Lord talk to a chunky star Lord? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. All right. No, I'm into that. Yeah. Uh, John says, <laughs> I want to see April and Gamora talk about Andy and star Lord. That'd be great. That could be, that could be entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> that could be entertaining. Yeah. Original esque. <laughs> ish. I prefer ish. Ish, ish yeah. is more my speed. Original uh, you know. Adjacent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man, oh. I thought I had this great idea and now I'm No, it's a great idea. It's way better than my idea, and I don't think I stole mine. <laughs> well well, <laughs> <laughs> you beat you beat Nick to the transition, so go ahead, Zach. <laughs> All right. So uh, when 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 challenged with this, I thought about who the sitcom characters were that I like the most, what they bring to that world, and then what they could bring to the new world. <clears throat> so I think to me, what I would like to see the best is uh, Job Bluth from Arrested Development, probably the greatest <laughs> sitcom of all time. Uh, in with the Doctor Strange universe. Because I would like to see Job <laughs> attempt magic, learning that it actually isn't illusions, Michael, and that he should be doing it and probably still can't. And I think, to me, that's hilarious. And being that the Russo brothers helped create Arrest Development and two oh. slash three of the best uh, uh, Marvel movies, we could have them uh, you know, do this so that way the timing is perfect. That is fantastic. Illusions, I, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that idea. That is fantastic. 
Um, yeah, as soon as you said Jove, I was like, you have you have my attention. <laughs> that is, yeah, Will Arnett plays that so so wonderfully, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> now my head is just spinning about all the different things that Joe would get himself into, and mm-hmm. you know, trying to prove that he was a real magician up against Doctor Strange. Yeah, and yeah, Learning actually, I'd long- like. To- Learning one spell, pushing Tony Wonder somewhere in like Nepal, uh, trying to still do the fireball thing, losing his sling ring. But where did the lighter fluid come from? Uh, it, it all works. I want to see like him and Wong in a magic off, an illusion off. <laughs> yeah, because he's they're both dancing queens and I would oh, love to see all yeah. of that. Yeah, that would just be phenomenal. That mm-hmm. is that is actually very well chosen. <laughs> like the I... guy in the sassy cape is going to teach the man in a $3,600 suit how to do magic. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> his, but his cape flies. <laughs> it does the things. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> oh. That, that, is... that show's too good, so... Wong's not on board. Oh, yeah. I would, uh, I would pay money to watch that, Zach, honestly. Yeah, I'm I'm writing it today, which is fine. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, very cool. All right, Kathleen, what are those picks? Oh goodness! So my top pick, because I have a couple of different options, because I didn't know how this was going to go tonight, is I would like to take the late Bob Saget's character, Danny Tanner, and put him on the crew of the Serenity. <laughs> <laughs> And have him with his 90s era little hand vacuum cleaning up behind Jane. <laughs> All right. <That's> crazy. <laughs> he and Simon would get along so well. That's true. But he would mm-hmm. be so constantly irritated by Jane and Malcolm. And I feel like Malcolm Reynolds is like the type of person who would constantly have chocolate chip cookies and there would always be crumbs places. And I feel like Danny would be like trying so hard to keep serenity clean and then kaylee would come up from fixing something and be greasy and his his germophobia would just flip out and he'd have to go like <laughs> obsessively clean the entire ship again no i love i love it i think it would it, be fantastic <laughs> and somehow kimmy would still just show up at like the space right? <laughs> right? she would just like hello tannerinos and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be great oh and then oh sorry but with kimmy and Kimmy's horribly stinky feet. Can you imagine that on a spaceship oh, where you're then oh. trapped with it? And Jane probably loves that. Oh, what if Jane and Kimmy became a thing? He'd be like, I'd be in my, mm. I'll be on my bunk. <laughs> <laughs> I can just like it was the imagining Danny like trying to obsessively clean the ship and trying to keep it clean, and it's never going to be as clean as he needs it to be. <laughs> in circles made made me laugh. I like that. I feel like Wash would just be super annoyed by him, though. <laughs> but, like, sarcastically annoyed. Stop moving my dinosaurs! <laughs> <laughs> my stuff! Don't touch it! Oh, rest in peace, Wash. <laughs> uh, here's a leaf on the wind. Mm-hmm. It's one way to I... watch your spear. Oh, too soon! <laughs> Rude, Nick. Spoilers! <laughs> if no one has seen it. Yeah, it's too late for spoilers. It's been out for too long. One year old movie. Right. Yeah. If, if it's more than 72 hours, it doesn't count. 
Although I, I kind of want to see like that with Bob Saget's character as Danny Tanner, of course, but have him have one massive freak out like in Dumb and Dumberer, the episode <laughs> with the chocolate mm-hmm. all over the walls. Uh-huh. And just like he's tried to clean up everything and he just goes ballistic like that. There's like a 30 second clip of him just y- screaming his head off because it looked like, you know, they crapped all over the walls. Yes. <laughs> On, you know, it's all over the walls. It's all over the. <laughs> it's on the towels. It's on the shower curtain. Yeah, it's fantastic. That is one of my all-time favorite clips. I hated that movie for the most part, but I loved that scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Terrible um, movie. Yeah, it's horrible. But that scene is like, it's like you know, you totally redeemed yourself right there. <laughs> so, so yeah, that has definitely has merit. I can I can see that. So that was All right. Book. I like that. That's that's pretty. Uh... I have others, but that was my top one. Yeah, I had I had one other one just in case. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think mine was funny last minute, so I'm curious what your other one would be later. Mm. Mm. We'll go into yeah. it. Here's... Yeah, yeah. We'll so... get uh, we'll get through everybody's first one. If mm. you have a second one, we'll 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 come back around to them. All right, Dylan, what you okay. got, bud? So. I had to think about what kind of sitcoms I knew off the top of my head when I had this pitch. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the most popular one that people can name immediately is The Office. Sure. A lot of characters, a lot of stuff, a lot of comedy. And I'm like, I want some I want a little bit of symmetry in my decisions. I'm like, what kind of workplace sci-fi stuff do we have? So I thought take and I had two options, but my immediate my one that I thought was best was take Dwight Schrute and put him in Severance. <laughs> <laughs> now, the question that we're facing here is: Do you think that Dwight would undergo severance, or no way is he a manager, <laughs> or is he one assistant of people, to the manager, assistant to the manager, or does he undergo severance and then do it as like a personal challenge? Where he's like, I heard about this concept and I really wanted to test my ability to pass messages to myself, and I thought, who's a better match for myself than myself? And you have the two. You have the outside work version of Dwight and the inside work version of Dwight maybe trying to ruin each other's lives as like a test of his own personal ability. And he's like, I've made myself a promise three years later. I'd get unsevered and figure out which one of me was the victor. And of course it would be me. And then you have the two, the the talking heads and they would do a split screen. So they're saying exactly the same stuff about each other. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot because at first you're like, well, Dwight would try at least once because he would think that his brain is too strong for it to happen. But then if it did happen, I could totally see him checking somebody's numbers when he goes to work the next day and be like, whoa, somebody matched my numbers. Mm -hmm. So he's trying to beat himself. uh, Who's just him. I I love my my second thought was Michael, like Michael Scott. But then it immediately was like, no, of course he would love it. Yeah, you would absolutely love it. Like, what do you mean? I don't have to leave work at all. I got nothing waiting outside for me. Yeah, I think Dwight's better. For, I mean, for me, but this ain't my show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like We're it. We're on it. It's our show. <laughs> He's not wrong. That's usually how it works. I just want to like Stanley show for you take over. Like, I just want to put Stanley in random sci-fi and see if anybody even notices. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did that. It was called. It was called Marvel Phase One, Phase Two, Phase. Three. Yeah, Stanley even notices. He's just sitting at his desk with his crossword puzzle. Not. He doesn't even care. He notices, but just does not care. 
Because he's probably getting time and a half now. Right? Clock hits five o'clock, he's gone. (laughs) That's funny. You think S.H.I.E.L.D. pays time and a half that they have to deal with like a cataclysm? Like a super invoked cataclysm? Is that overtime? Danger No, I think think it's understood in the initial contract that it's all housing pay. You're not getting getting any bonus. Well, the yeah. weirdest part is they pay federal minimum, which is really strange. It is upsetting, mm. but bonuses are pretty good around Christmas. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I just realized something, Kathleen. You said Stanley. I thought you said Stan Lee, as in like Stan Lee. <laughs> and that's why I was like, yeah, he's already he's already in cameos. and, and uh, That's you know, it. Yeah, I, I definitely Stan didn't Lee. want to call yeah, out that did. I did not understand that joke whatsoever. <laughs> But once again, this ain't my show. We just replaced all of Stan Lee's com- cameos with Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know somebody has said, I, I saw online, somebody wanted, um, Wade Wilson wanted Deadpool to do all of Stanley's com- cameos now. No. Because he, with his fourth wall breaks, he's the only one that actually knows that Stanley is dead, which is really, really sad. But I feel like if you just threw Stanley from the office in instead of Stan lee that could be really funny <laughs> yeah i agree because everyone's like why is stanley here <laughs> <laughs> right? expected stan lee yeah exactly. you know, hmm. it's fun I, yeah I, I, and I then you it. and then and then you said something about his his crosswords and i'm like well, i don't remember stanley every time that's what him and the watchers did up there yeah it's a super power ego <laughs> again it's monday and this brain is not completely plugged in so i was not tracking at all about uh about five minutes late on the uptake, so sorry about that. Look at you being the blonde on the show. <laughs> I am full on into that at the moment, so got that going for me. All right, Dylan, I like your choice, even if uh, I may have butchered things at the end uh, with the dissenting conversation. All right, so uh, <coughs> Nick. So I may have taken this a little further than I should have. You um, never. <laughs> so I chose Kramer on an e- episode of Star Trek, the original series. <laughs> and one thing led to another. And I kind of have what the uh, a playthrough. So the camera opens on a shot of the USS Enterprise as it travels through space at warp speed. We hear the voice of Captain Kirk over the intercom addressing the crew. Attention, all crew members. We are approaching the planet Risa, known for its beautiful beaches and exotic culture. Suddenly, a strange energy field envelops the ship as and it is thrown out of warp. The ship shakes violently as the crew struggles to regain control. As the ship stabilizes, the crew discovers that an unknown spacecraft had been pulled aboard the Enterprise. The doors open, revealing Kramer dressed in a signature denim jacket and baseball cap, standing in the doorway, looking confused and disoriented. Hey, where am I? Spock sternly says, Who are you and what is your business aboard this ship? (laughs) My business? I don't know how I got here. I was walking down the street. Next thing I know, bam, I'm on some spaceship. (laughs) Captain Kirk, who are you? Oh, uh... Cosmo Kramer, who are you? Mr. Kramer, I am Captain James T. Kirk of the USS Enterprise. It is still my duty to ensure the safety of my crew and my ship. We need to know where you came from and what your intentions are. 
I told you. I don't know how I got here. I'm just a guy from New York. Spock, analyzing, fascinating. His appearance and behavior are consistent with someone who has been transported through a spatial anomaly. Anomaly. As the crew investigate Kramer's claims, they discover that a mysterious alien artifact is the cause of his sudden appearance on the Enterprise. The ship's science officer, Lieutenant Lahore, is able to determine that the artifact is a device used for time travel. As the crew attempts to send Kramer back to his own time, they are interrupted by an alien attack from a hostile alien race. The ship is badly damaged, and the crew is captured, leaving Kramer as the only one able to save the day. Kramer, using his knowledge of everyday human inventions, is able to improvise a way onto the alien ship and find the crew. Mr. Kramer, how did you get here? Said Spock. Kramer, no idea, pointy ears. I was just pushing some buttons like a kid in a candy store. Next thing I know, wham, I'm here. It's a pretty wild place. That is illogical. Captain Kurt, I appreciate your willingness to help, Mr. Kramer, but I must remind you that this is not a situation to be taken lightly. As captain, it is my responsibility to make the final decision on all matters concerning the safety of the crew. Then as the crew fights, regains control of the Enterprise, Kramer comes up with a plan to defeat the alien ship using a diversion using a hot dog cart. Did you want more? There's more. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. I don't think any of us realized you had a full script, but, uh, you know, I feel underdressed. Yeah, me too. I'm over, I'm over here plagiarizing and stealing things. And he's like, hold up. I'm going to write an original script. So achiever. At least he did his homework this time. But what, why well, was it Kramer? Cause there's gotta be some nasty twist to this, right? Cause you don't just pull Kramer for no reason <laughs> without him looking at like, Wharf and going, oh, and then cut to black. Because <laughs> he's always like the one that is getting into weird situations. Okay. <laughs> so out of anyone, he would be the one that would just suddenly walk into a wormhole. And the script goes on him selling hot dogs to the aliens. And then like That's the plan works. And then he's back at the restaurant talking to Jerry. <laughs> so he just like got into an elevator and ended up on a spaceship. Pretty much. <laughs> That's cool. I, I do think that the uh, that there could be some fun play between Spock and Kramer because the logical versus the illogical. So I could I could see that being entertaining. Um, and how long would it take for Spock to like you know do like the Vulcan? you know, pinch on the shoulder just to knock him out. Not very long. Oh. So. I love that. I, I, mm -hmm. I just, For the rest of the script. I wish I'd have written a script. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have stolen somebody else's idea and then wrote a script, but hey, you know, whatever. Uh, so. If you want to hear the full script as narrated by Nick, subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to happen. That's going to be a thing. <laughs> Full, impre full on impressions and everything. Just, you know, it's it's the Nick Stockbridge one man show. Just boom. And don't hey, forget. People do that with audiobooks all the time. <laughs> no, but I please love, don't I forget that. that if you want to see Nick and Tim, you have to do putting on the Ritz. Please. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a thing. That, 
that I've been suckered into. So, hmm. uh, yeah, uh, we're only a couple hundred subscribers away from getting to a thousand. When we hit a thousand, Nick volunteered us for doing recreating putting on the Ritz from. I volunteered uh, myself, and then Kathleen volunteered you. So yeah, that's probably more accurate. That sounds right. Um, but it's a real promise, that, huh? But they will be so, doing it with lightsabers instead of instead of instead of canes. We're going to use lightsabers. So, and uh, once we get around to the thousand subscriber mark, we're also going to do a. Uh, we haven't talked about this yet, but I'll just I'll squeak it out now. We're going to do a lightsaber giveaway from Level Up Sabers. So. To okay. also tie in okay. towards a thousand. So the closer we get, we'll give you guys more information and details uh, for that. Now, some of you uh, said you had duplicates, we do. secondaries, well, not duplicates, secondary offerings. So yeah. uh, who'd like to go first with their secondary offering? Let Zach go first. He's the guest. Zach sure. will take another option. All yeah. right. So once again, I was thinking about who characters were in their sitcom and what makes them so special to that world. So I thought there's rare to find a better character that is not on Arrest Development than Ron Swanson. And where would you put him around with a bunch of woodworking and a bunch of just grilled meat eating? And that's the the moon of Endor, uh, put him with the Ewoks, have him help build their, their hut, uh, <laughs> grilling up stormtroopers, testing that meat, curing the proper amount of stuff, uh, wearing a loincloth, right. flipping like, you know, uh, a David and Goliath little, uh, uh, whatever they're called. What are they called? Slingshots. It's probably a slingshot. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I think, I think Ron Swanson, because at first I was thinking it'd be good as him as a Wookiee, right? Just being as hairy as them, except for his face and just teaching them how to eat porgs and porg eggs, if that is a thing. Uh, but I think that maybe him as like the head Ewok is pretty funny, too. So either one, uh, Ron Swanson in the Star Wars universe, cooking up porg eggs uh, and, and curing stormtrooper meat. I just want to see him hold up like a leather cloth that says, I know more than you, or I, I can do what I want. Yeah. That's, that has to happen at some point. If he's, if he's there, that's yeah. Just seeing him during the invasion of the forest moon, just being like, son, I'm, I'm haven't heard of any empire, but I'm no fan of a monarch. Like, <laughs> yeah. do I got to do paperwork. And he's just lathing this huge tree. <laughs> Great. Again, another uh, fantastic choice. I, I like that quite a bit. All right, Kathleen, what was your second one? What was your backup? Um, so it there it's kind of a two part because I realized that you could pretty much take any sitcom characters and then like throw them onto DS Nine because okay. it's, it's a space station. You could end mm -hmm. up with right these people coming and going all the time. <clears throat> so. It, it kind of became a three-way tie, honestly, between Barney Stinson being on DS9 and listening to Barney Stinson and Garrick hmm. argue about tailoring and whether or not his suits fit right. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Red helping out in engineering on DS9 <laughs> and Worf being upset about what is this duct tape and why is it here. And then right before the show, I had this this funny thought of the well what if third rock from the sun 
ended up somehow on DS9. Whoa. In their human forms, <laughs> but still aliens, but now stuck outside of their universe and dealing with mm -hmm. other galactic laws. I love that. Yeah. The only way to make DS9 love better it. will be to put John Lithgow in it. Right. <laughs> but then you still have the complex of the big giant head being William Shatner, but also he's Captain Kirk. <laughs> and it just gets very confusing very quickly. <laughs> so yeah, I, like I was realizing that any time you could throw any sitcom character onto the DS9 crew, it would be so confusing. And like with, with Barney Stinson, with him arguing with Garrick over the, the suits, I also just imagine him trying to hit on Kira or Jadzia and getting absolutely demolished by them with the, no, you're stupid. What is wrong with you? Like, I feel like it would, it would go very badly for Barney. <laughs> Especially if he was like looking for stormtroopers, because I feel like that would be the level of intelligence you would get from him there. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> but yeah, hmm. there were there were a few options. John and I were talking about it this afternoon. All right, somebody suggested Sheldon Cooper. Kind of, where would you put him, uh, dear Facebook user? Sure. Well, if we put him in Star Trek, he's going to be hanging out with Spock. Uh, he's going to be correcting Spock. Is what he's going to be doing. <laughs> No, you're illogical. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Where else would you put him? Rancor pit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there is large. There is that. Um, Putting him on the on the Orville would be funny too. Put him in the Expanse. He'd love that. <clears throat> but, but you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought of, um, well, because somebody, when you brought up uh, uh, Dwight, Dylan, this made me think of this. I I think it'd be kind of interesting to, to drop Dwight also into Firefly. Mm. Because mm -hmm. he and Jane would go back and forth all mm -hmm. episode long. Uh, because it would basically... It would be the unintellectual version of Jim. You know, there would be that oh, dichotomy. Sure. Okay. The, there would be that dichotomy there. Everything that, because when Jane goes into doing something, he's so very sure that this is what it has to be and how it has to be. And I can just see, you know, Dwight and him, you know, false. That's not how this works. We're <laughs> going to do it this way. Uh, you know, so just an initial thought. I don't have a whole lot prepared for that just off the top of my head, but I just thought it was kind of interesting. Could be mm -hmm. fun. So. Oh, goodness. I know John had had another option, and I was told not to steal it from him, but then he stopped commenting because I think he got distracted by our tiny human. But his uh, was yes. what, what did he say because the tiny barbarian's taking his time? Right. So he wanted to take Alf and put him on the Orville because technically Alf is a sitcom character. He's and not wrong. He's not. I mean, throw, throw another alien into the Orville, but I feel like that would... Alf and um, the gelatinous blob guy that I cannot remember what his name is right now. The gelatinous blob. There you go. The cube. I did once have to write on air live an Alf meets Luke Skywalker oh, fanfic yeah. for a show a while ago. Ooh. I yeah. Hey, yeah, he fits in pretty much anywhere you would see like a fuzzy Muppet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Fair enough. And Jazz, as we've that's... discovered with Muppets, you can replace any human with a mm -hmm. Muppet. So I feel like you could throw a Muppet anywhere. Pretty much, yeah. John says Alf pretty much anywhere. Star Trek Next Generation. He tries to eat Spot on the Orville. He would hang out with Yafit. So. I didn't think about him trying to eat Spot. Yeah. That's totally, that's totally going to happen. Oh, no. Poor Data. <laughs> data. What was, what was the cat's name on... Oh, data, Data. Um, Snurf. Miss Marvel? Goose. Goose. Oh, yes. He would try to eat goose and then goose would eat him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the mother flurker. <laughs> I call that a dramatic reversal. <laughs> oh, That's okay. a flurkin. What the flurkin? So. Goodness. All right. Cool. Any other ideas on that? No, that was all I got. All right. Cool. I didn't have time to write a whole script. Yeah. Well, uh, some of us are overprepared tonight, and that's okay. He's making up for all the times he wasn't prepared. <laughs> for all the times he, he rode in with his, his uh, rear end on fire because he was sliding into the seat. <laughs> I'm here! <laughs> <laughs> nice. It works. It's okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't think that was too horrible. We might actually try that again. Oh, I like um, that. It's fun. There are lots of different options. Well, that's the thing, and, and it's um, not just all adverbs. So... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was really trying hard to fit a member of the Golden Girls somewhere, and I just, outside of the Star Wars holiday episode, uh, it just yeah. didn't seem to work right. Oh, but can you just can you just imagine, though, and I know I'm going back to DS9 again, because I feel like it's just super easy to throw people there, but Sophia just sitting at Quark's bar, mm, yeah, yelling at Quark. I do like that. Picture it. Yeah. Thank you. It's like, that would just... Hmm. And then Betty White's character just sitting there, uh, the, telling everybody every how it would have how that would have happened back at whatever I can't remember the name of her little town, but oh yeah, you know, mm -hmm. well back on back in such and such a you know Potunkville, we would have done it this way, and you know, <laughs> put the dean I, from Community on the Snowpiercer train. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> just still just following Chris Evans around. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but you could put Dorothy in Stranger Things. And I feel like Dorothy would suddenly become super BA in Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. And she would be right up there with Steve and Nancy with Glocks going after the Demogorgons. Like, yeah, I would so like to see D uh, Dorothy in like an like a, <laughs> a, a Ripley style character. Mm -hmm. That would be pretty dope. So they kind of did with the... Uh, what was that? It was something. It was with Zoe Dachanel. They did a an Oz like. Hmm. You talking about uh, like a new girl or something? Oh, I meant I meant no. Uh, like they literally made like a futuristic Oz. Mm. Oh, it was called Tin Man. Yeah. Well, I meant um, Dorothy from Golden Girls, not Dorothy from. Oh, Kansas. that's Dorothy. Got it. <laughs> Stanley. Stay, stay. <laughs> so John Dorothy also has put, Stanley in. Put Michael Kelso in as one of the doctor's companions from that 70s show. Michael mm -hmm. Kelso. What or you could throw any of the Golden yeah. Girls into the TARDIS, too. Burn! <laughs> Burn! We, we, we know how well the doctor does with people's mothers, 
So I feel like putting the Golden Girls in with the Doctor would be hilarious hmm. too. <laughs> and now I, I, because there was Dorothy, the Dorothy Dorothy conundrum. Uh, now I want to see that Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz fighting in Planet of the Apes against the gorillas. Oh. <laughs> well, she's already dealt with okay. flying monkeys, so gorillas would be nothing. Right. Well, you know, these are well, these are more sentient and talking and, you know, with <laughs> weapons and stuff. They ride yeah. horses. Big difference. Is this is this Tim Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes or like one of the newer uh, ones? Uh, let's go with the newer ones. Okay. Yeah. Cuz yeah, the one without Mark Wahlberg. Um <laughs> something against Marky Mark. Hey, Marky Mark's a fine actor in, in certain things. I just didn't. Yeah, honestly, that movie wasn't. No, he's either. no, he's a real no, he's a real scumbag. <laughs> he just so, didn't fit in that movie, as far as I was concerned. What characters? What sitcom characters would you suddenly like want to throw into the Last of Us universe? Mark Wahlberg from Entourage. <laughs> yes. Maybe Mark Wahlberg from Transformers. Ooh. Mark Wahlberg in The Happening. Oh, that actually be really hasn't nice. been done before. Yeah, that's true. You put the happening Mark Wahlberg in Last of Us. <laughs> he's, just looking at the, he's looking at the it's trees. The and goes, no, it's mushrooms, and he's like, <laughs> I'm suddenly imagining Michael Scott in Last of Us and Ooh. being so lost and so confused. But so much parkour. <laughs> so much parkour. Parkour. <laughs> Nice. Oh goodness. Can can we put uh any Tom Cruise character ever in there? In we'll just throw Tom Cruise at a bloater and call it good. Yeah. I mean, he's got he's got to be running. So, as long as he's running, that's Oh fine. yeah. <clears throat> Plenty oh, run that, from Pick a movie, he's yeah, he's running in all of them. You know. So. Is he? All right. Oh, yeah. I don't thunder. think he's running in Jerry Maguire. No, he does. Uh, he, I don't think he runs in um, Collateral. I think that might be the only one. I'm not sure about that. There's like two movies that he doesn't run in. He doesn't run in Tropic Thunder. He dances, though. He, he dances? He builds up a sweat. He does his, not do the running man. His Fitbit <laughs> is going off. That's, okay, that's fair. But yeah, no running. Yeah. All right, I could keep talking about why I hate tom cruise but we're gonna move on so uh <laughs> next week on right. our show we have tom cruise <laughs> no, that's never gonna happen tim's like Even. toodles no that's never gonna happen so um <laughs> anyway uh so um sorry my brain just completely collapsed on me all right so if you're oh. up in the port I, I i was talking with uh, one of our former guests and uh uh, Eric Avare, who you may know from Stargate, and he's been in a whole bunch of different things. Eric is an amazing guy. Yeah, the mummy. Um, he doesn't like to remember it, but Encino Man. And uh, But uh, if you're up in the Portland, Oregon area, and you want to see Eric Avare come to uh, the Comic-Con that's up there, uh, I'm going to give you an email address. It's info at fan... Fan Expo HQ, so F A N E X P O H Q dot com, and just send an email to that asking, please or saying please bring Eric Avari to Portland. And uh, yeah, they're trying to get him in there, and he's wanted to go there 
and he's got a lot of fans asking him how come he's not going to be there Look in Portland. Doing it. This is a really so. long email. Do I have to transcribe this entire thing? Probably. Probably, okay. probably best. Yes. My so, parts too? Me. Yes. Oh, yeah, if you, okay. if you want to, yes. Also, oh, yeah. if then you can contact Toronto Comic Con and ask why they haven't invited any of the animated X-Men yeah. character or voice actors when they're all Never. Canadian. Yeah. They all they're all Canadian. They're all mostly in the Toronto area, but they can't come to the Toronto Comic Con for some reason. It's the weirdest thing ever. So anyway, but yeah, uh, send an better. email to yeah, send an email to info at fanexpohq.com asking them to please bring Eric Avare to Portland. So do that if you would. And guys, if you would, real quick, remind everybody where they can find out more about some nobodies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Honestly, if you just find an old Tamagotchi in your junk drawer or go to your grandparents' smart refrigerator mm -hmm. and type in some <laughs> nobodies, you'll see literally a plethora of audio formatted things that you can just indulge in. You can literally ear eat just hours of mm -hmm. our voices. You we guys have are things. In there? Yep. <laughs> type Whoa. in some nobodies. Uh, We're on more it, yeah. platforms than Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is true unfortunately uh but no we do a uh, create your own pod venture which is similar to the old choose your own adventure style so you listen to episode one you choose which episode you want to listen to after that based on the choices that you make in the episode and that's very cool by the way well thank you I very loved, much i loved that concept that was so cool season two should be out very very soon we're finished up the script right now uh and that's looking great like i said our very first project Exciting. was called Sil silicon angels and that's the weird it phone calls from a sex robot shop uh which is aggressive men calling in and finding out how to fix these robots because they do some bad <laughs> stuff uh but it's very funny and uh not not as disgusting as you think it is no it's pretty tame actually yeah but and then if you go to our funny. youtube channel you'll see a bunch of weird improv stuff we do a show like dylan said called powerpoint showdown where we do uh powerpoint karaoke's uh four comedians do blind presentations uh based on whatever uh topic that we choose for the week we also have no time to binge where we usually watch the very first episode of something and last episode of something and just make up a bunch of junk for the middle and see what's funny <laughs> I love nice that is a great concept. And so, so much more. So much more. Do you guys, how accurate do you guys tend to be with that? <laughs> not. <laughs> no. Not at all. Accuracy. Uh, no. Accuracy is not what they're calling. It's an outdated concept. Welcome to 2023. Yeah, we're really going for giggles within our own group <laughs> instead of actually trying to do something real. <laughs> I don't want real. Real is terrible. Yeah. I'm Taylor. What's hey, up, Jason? Jason. Oh, good to see you, buddy. Yeah. Way to show up with six minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll take them sometime than uh, you know, instead of no time. So I'll take really? some time than no time. Is, is that how you really wanted to word that, Timothy? No, it's not. But <laughs> you know what? Screw it. Uh, it's not making it better. Whoa. Last I'll Friday, it. I'll screw it. Sometime than no time. Man has Transition men. Transition man. Save us, transition man. Good old Segway Tom. <laughs> Hi, I'm Segway Tom. <laughs> I'm Tour Guide Barbie. One of the best jokes in Arrest Development, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Last Friday, our guest was Gareth L. Powell, who is an award-winning and widely lauded author at the front forefront of speculative speculative fiction. He has won the British Science Fiction Association, 
Award for Best Novel twice and has been a finalist for the Lo- Locus British Fantasy and Sealin Awards. There is no trailer for Gareth. There is not. No, there is not. Not this week. But you can still find that episode of the FSF Popcast on your our YouTube channel and your favorite audio podcast providers. And I have been listening to one of his books called Embers of War, and it is phenomenal. Awesome. And last week when we mentioned that he was uh, going to be on our Friday episode, um, uh, Sam from Growing Up Skywalker was very excited to find out that that was the same guy who was the author of Ack, Ack, Macack. So if you haven't, uh, <laughs> anybody guys might want to check that out. It's mm-hmm. it's all about a, we're talking about monkeys, very big very sentient very monkey very with a very massive very handgun. Very so, oh, hell yeah. The, what was the book title again? Ack, Ack, I didn't get that at all the last time. Yes, Jason, Wasp was slacking on the trailer, but that was because he was trying not to die from a sinus infection and bronchitis. That um, Overrated. Yeah. More around, huh? Oh, it's been brutal. It has been brutal. After the tiny human had a double ear infection, his mother had a case of pneumonia. He ended up with a sinus infection and bronchitis. So, yay. Somehow I'm still standing and the only one who didn't get sick in this house, but I don't know. Hmm. Moms have no time to be sick, apparently. You got one of those standing desks? (laughs) No. Oh, you're sitting. Okay. Okay. Just still upright. (laughs) Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) All right. But guys, please remember that your subscription to our YouTube channel is a major help. As we said, a thousand subscribers. And Nick and Tim get to go putting on the Ritz with lightsabers. While Kathleen sits off camera laughing to the point where I'm trying not to pee myself. So yes, remember, if nothing else, embarrass our friends. Anyway. I'm not embarrassed, you're embarrassed. (laughs) Only because I just referred to you as my friend. Zing. Ouch. (laughs) Turned to a roast. Uh, In the words of Michael Kelso, (laughs) burn. (laughs) But anyway, this Friday, our guest was the original Judy who was lost in space with the rest of the Robinsons. We do have a trailer for this one because he's no longer dying. Woohoo! You know, I dated Robin. Did not know that. We've interviewed Robin. Did not know that. I did. I dated him for a very brief time. It it was an interesting childhood, especially because I'm of the theater that I did. Hi, this is Marta Kristen. And you're listening to the FSF podcast. Danger, danger. And uh, you were so kind and gracious and said, yes, uh, I would love to be on your show. And then we thought, boy, she doesn't know what she's getting into, but we're going to do this anyway. <laughs> okay. I have what, like <laughs> that, that, that cut between I dated Robin and it was an interesting childhood. Was... <laughs> It's intriguing and getting people to want to listen to the rest They of were their... two different clips that should not yeah, at different times. Together. At different mm. times. That's exactly how TMZ does it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So what yeah. were they? Listen to the episode on Friday to find out. <laughs> Stop giving away the spoilers, Nick. <laughs> so yeah, this Friday we have Marta Kristen coming to the FSF podcast. We talked with Marta about her upbringing. Uh, she was raised here in Michigan in the Detroit area. And uh, we talk with her about that. We talk about how she got into acting, the roles that almost were, and the one that, of course, had her lost in space. Oh, and <laughs> as court, it, and just like the clip said, 
um, she dated Robin. I mean, who know. didn't know? Yeah, apparently. Rob, Robin's um, been around. Robin got around, but even Burt Ward, when we interviewed him, he said the same thing. So there's that little tidbit there, too. So you guys may mm. want to pay attention to that. Mm. But be sure to tune in Friday morning. You can watch that on our YouTube channel. And, of course, you can listen to that on your favorite audio podcast provider. Uh, and remember, guys, go check out uh, some nobodies and all the stuff that they're doing. Zach, Dylan, thank you so much for coming back to the show and hanging out with us. We, we really enjoyed your guys' company tonight. Thank you. We'll see you Anytime. Sure. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Maybe maybe it won't be 90 episodes in between this time. Maybe. Possibly. I can't that's make up, any promises. That's up to you guys. I don't know. Yeah. It's up to Tim, really. <laughs> Honestly, no. Tim went was going back through things and went, oh, my God. It's been 90 episodes since I've had these guys on. I got to get them. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. We'll get you to a thousand. I really thought it was trivia. So like I did, I've been doing so because like, last time we were on, we did some trivia. Uh, so I've been doing some studying. I've been playing. Uh, are you smarter than a fifth grader on my DS? Just getting no, ready for this. No, I but, am no. not. No, I am not. Turns so, out I, just character drop. Character drop? Character drop. Yes. Love it. Love I guess it, it depends on which fifth grader. <laughs> I don't know. So, fifth grader. so far, all the ones I've come across, I'm smarter and bigger, and they don't like being in the mud puddle. <laughs> I just need to find the one kid that's chewing on crayons, and I'm gonna, I'll, I'll challenge you. Oh, I'll, I'll chew those kids on crayons any day. <laughs> I eat crayons for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, all right, guys, that's our time. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to some nobodies for stopping by, and we'll see you again next week, Monday. Goodbye. Later, nerds. <laughs> Ciao. Hey, hey. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of the FSF Podcast, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please contact us by means of Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FSFPopcast or go to www.fsfpopcast.com and click on the contact link. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed the episode.